Gridiron Podcast. What up, good people? Back with another episode. Got some news to cover. Uh, some Redskins news to cover. Yes, sir. Uh, but before we get into that, um, the NBA playoffs just started yesterday. Yes, they did. This we, we just gonna an early prediction. I'm just gonna say this: whoever Golden State plays, they're gonna win it for. Mm. Unless I don't think nobody in the West is gonna beat them. I just don't see it happening. Mm. Uh, Houston might be able to give um, them a nice little run. Houston could have probably. Houston had a chance last year, but then Chris Paul yeah. got hurt. Mm-hmm. I think Houston can. Houston can take that series of seven games, but at the end of the day, I think Golden State will pull it out. Gotcha. Um, as far as the East, I'm putting my money on Milwaukee. Okay. Um, I think Milwaukee could give Golden State some problems in the finals, mm-hmm. but I think they don't really have much experience on Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And I think Golden State, they just going to hit that second gear and run away with it. Gotcha. Milwaukee, if, if Milwaukee plays Golden State in the finals, they might be able to get a game. I don't think they'll get more than two games. Though. Really? Nah, I don't see it happening. Man. I have, apparently, Steph has found, I mean, Steph Curry needed contacts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He said something about his vision was bad, and this he, entire time his vision. Been bad. This entire time he's been shooting lights out with bad vision. Get that, man! And apparently he's wearing contacts now, so that thing is over. So if he wasn't precise before, what is he like now? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, like I said, it's still early. It's the first round of the playoffs, but right. Early prediction: I think Golden State is going to win the championship this year. What you think? That sounds about right to me. I mean, they're a powerhouse, so hey. And I don't want to. Everybody calls them a super team. Mm-hmm. Here's my take on it. Golden State built the team the right way. True. The core of their team was built through the draft. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Steph Curry wasn't a number one pick. Clay Thompson wasn't a number one pick. Neither was, Draymond Green wasn't a number one pick. Mm-hmm. They built the core. That's the core of their team. Steph, uh, Clay, Draymond. Yeah. They built the core of their team through the draft, and then went out and got a free and went out and got a superstar. Mm-hmm. I mean, every everybody calls it a super team, but I feel like with with any team, any sports team, period. Like I, that's that's your dream. Like that's what you want to do. You, exactly. And yeah. I, as far as them, my I've always looked at it from the from the the stance of. Okay, they they may be you can call them a super team because they're loaded with talent, but the majority of their talent came through the draft. Right. Same. That's like the Seahawks. The mm-hmm. Legion of Boom was built through the draft. They were. Um, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other corner they had? Uh, Brandon Browner. Brandon Browner, yeah. Um, before, and then they had uh, Byron Maxwell, I think. Yep. One year, but then you look at their linebacker core. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the other KJ Smith. I think that's the name. The, the guy Russell Wilson, um, yeah, Doug Baldwin. They built that team through True. the draft. Yeah. I mean, they added Marshawn Lynch. I guess you could say Marshawn Lynch was like the superstar free agent you could bring in, but the right. majority of that team was built through the draft. That's yeah. how you win championships. Right. Yep. The but, front office was on one, man. <laughs> I, I, I've always said that Golden State was just, I feel like they just outsmarted the rest of the league. Got you. Yep. Because when Steph was coming out of college, some people thought he wasn't going to last long. He was too small. Mm-hmm. And then early on in his career, he had injury problems. 
You get the right people around them. Now look at them. Yep. Hey. So I don't know. We'll see. But it's early. I said it's still the first round of the playoffs. Anything could happen. I think it's unlikely that somebody will beat them, but mm-hmm. anything could happen. The ball could bounce either way. True. But, you know, we'll see. But we are here because breaking uh the news broke the other day yeah. that Ruben Foster will not face a suspension. Um such good news for these skins, man. For the skins fans and from reports that. from reports that we've been reading, um, the Redskins have been wanting an answer on this before the draft and just right. in case they had to address that position <clears throat> excuse me in the draft i still think they'll draft a linebacker it's yeah. probably not a top priority now right that, Un- that definitely help, helps out yeah unless if when they pick at 15 let's hypotheticals let's just say they have their quarterback situation resolved mm-hmm. before pick number 15 <laughs> however that plays out whether it's a trade for a quarterback or all the top quarterbacks are gone by 15 and they don't want to reach for a quarterback at 15. Mm -hmm. If the possibility of a Devin white or Devin Bush being there at 15, you have to take take that. You have to take just imagine Mm -hmm. Devin white or Devin Bush and Ruben Foster in the middle of your defense. But that's, let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes. It's hypotheticals. (laughs) We just going to, we just going to ride on the fact that Ruben Foster will not be suspended. Um, Will not. I know he will be fined two game checks, yeah. but you know, That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I'm pretty sure they, his agent or whoever he has around him, they they'll work around that where mm-hmm. you know his money will still be okay yeah. as far as you know him them finding them two game checks. Mm-hmm. But the instantly he instantly you you plug him in in the middle of your defense, he becomes a day one starter. Absolutely. Is a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely oh. an upgrade at one of the linebacker spots. Yes, I, I feel like he's a lock to start at one spot. And now the other linebacker spot, um, the other inside linebacker position. I don't know if it's going to be Mason Foster, Sean right. Deion Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It could be a draft pick, depending on how the draft falls out. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that um, he upgrades your defense. And it, it kind of look at it, look at it like this. You just added Landon Collins a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You just got Reuben Foster. Yeah. You basically, if you really think about it, you basically <laughs> added two studs to your defense, your defense without absolutely. giving up a draft pick. Look, things are falling our, in our <laughs> favor, man. Look, that, this is what we needed to happen. Exactly. So. Now. We just need some of this energy on our offense. <laughs> well, that, yeah. Now, I, offense is a, this is a this is another conversation, yeah. but um, it's almost like you're getting two players for. I mean, you you paid, you know, Landon Collins is getting eighty four million dollars, but Ruben Foster is really he's not costing you anything. Anything, right? Really, I mean, he's not. He don't have a high cap number. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good thing about it is, I think the Redskins have control over his contract for the next three years, right? Because of that. Oh, well, it's four years and then the, the fifth year is an option year because he's a first-round pick. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm I, safe to say that he's going to be a Redskin. He's going to be in the middle of our defense for the next three years. Three years, at least. Yeah. At least. At least a minimum of three years. Unless mm-hmm. things just go haywire and he gets in trouble again or he just doesn't perform well. But right. if, he, well. if he's the same player that he was when his rookie year um, before he got hurt, 
I think he got hurt his rookie year. Mm-hmm. I know his rookie year he only played ten games. I can't remember if right. he got in trouble, if he got hurt, but if he's the same player that showed up those ten games, we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be all right. So definitely excited about that. Um how do you my 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 opinion with the signing of Landon Collins and Ruben Foster being cleared of suspension, your defense instantly got better. Yeah. What do you think? It definitely it was an upgrade. Um, we address that, that addresses a need that we have because I think linebacker position we were looking for some some real studs to be to hold us down with the linebackers and with him being plugged in now that was an upgrade man we definitely. needed that it we was a def- steal it was a steal it was a steal upgrade. upgrade it just everything just just fell our way with that one um, I think he's gonna bring a lot of consistency um, he he's a he's a run stuffer so we need that. So yeah. I'm excited about it, man. He's he's a run stuffer, but he can play the pass too. Right. I'm now he he might not be the most um, fluid in pass coverage, yeah. but I think he's an upgrade over what we saw from our linebackers last True. year. True. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we, we were looking for. Now, how how does this affect Mason Foster? Mm-hmm. Mason Foster. Yeah. I can see a situation where uh, Mason Foster um, starts in the middle with um, mm-hmm. Ruben Foster. Yeah. But I could also see a situation where it's Ruben Foster and Sean Deion Hamilton mm. to get those young guys in there to get mm. a little bit more speed on the field. Right. Now, do you keep Mason Foster as a backup? I mean, because if they they tried to trade him, you're not going to get anything for him. Nobody's nah. going to give you a draft pick for Mason Foster. Not at all. I think you probably should keep him because when he brings that veteran presence to the Absolutely. linebacker I, I room. I don't think you need that depth, too, especially yeah, you need that this depth. injury bug. I mean, you need stuff like that. Because if you look at our inside linebackers, we don't really have, outside of Mason Foster, exclude Mason Foster, mm-hmm. the rest of the guys behind him, we don't have a we don't have anyone with a ton of experience. True. Um, Sean Deion Hamilton, this is only going to be his second year. Mm-hmm. Ruben Foster, this is going to be his third year, but he's only played, what, 16 to 17 games his first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, some due to injury, some due to, you know, him getting in trouble last year. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Josh Harvey Clemens, I believe this is his third year. Third, I think I believe but third year, yeah. Once again, he doesn't get a whole lot of snap. I mean, he comes in on like nickel situations right. and things like that, but he doesn't have a ton of experience. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if Zach Vigil's still under contract, mm-hmm. but he mostly plays when somebody goes down, he plays special teams. So like we don't have a lot of inside linebackers with a whole lot of playing experience. So I think keeping a guy like Mason Foster is valuable. Yeah, it'll be beneficial to It'll be team. beneficial. I just don't know if he's going to start. Yeah. Um. I mean, we'll, like I said, we'll see. They named him a captain last year for a reason. For a reason, yeah, absolutely. You can't um, disregard that. So yeah. And I, I like Mason Foster. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like Mason Foster. It's just I think he's a liability in pass coverage. Right. Um, And I, I think some – some teams, like I think it was the Eagles game, the Monday night game. I think mm-hmm. that's the game. But from from the the fans' perspective, sitting at home watching the game, it looked like they was taking advantage of that matchup. Absolutely. So yeah, we were waiting for him to adjust, but it just it's, never happened. I mean, bro. Mason Mason Foster is an old school thumper. Yeah, he is. He's not gonna. He doesn't have blazing speed. He's mm-hmm. really not super fast. But in the run game, he's gonna come downhill. He's gonna come downhill. And he's gonna strike. Yeah. First and second downs all day long, but when we go against teams that come out in that four and five wide, I yeah, think he creates it, it creates matchup problems. Right. So I think that's in in that area, 
I think Ruben Foster will bring more to the defense. I think Ruben Foster um, is better yeah. in pass coverage. And um, Sean Deion Hamilton, I think just another year in the NFL, yeah. he should get better. What do you, I, yeah, what, what are you expecting from him? Because that's, that's one of the guys that you've been raving about. He, um, I, I like them coming out of college. Yeah. Um, he, had, he showed some flashes last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he showed some quickness, some instincts, but he was coming off uh, a knee injury in college. Right. I think right. going into next year, he he would have had a full year of recovery from uh, since the knee injury. Yeah. So I think um, I think he's only going to get better. Like I said, I like his instincts. I like his smarts. He's a good tackler. Mm-hmm. Um, he can still can use some work in pass coverage, but I mean, not too many linebackers are perfect. You know, pass coverage linebackers. Right. I mean, they said certain guys that's an exception to yeah. the rule, but some guys um, are that dynamic. But for the yeah. most part, you don't really I, expect somebody to be like right. That. Exactly. Yeah. But Sean Deion Hamilton, I think he's gonna have. Um, if he starts, I think he's gonna have a big year. Um, for just for for a few reasons, he's playing with guys he's familiar with. True. Um, he's playing next to. He's playing with guys that he he played with in college that he won with in college. Mm-hmm. So he knows. Um, he's had success with some of the guys around him, especially the two studs in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's played with them before. He's won with those guys. He played next to Ruben Foster in college, so there should be some chemistry there. Right. And then then it's just another year in the system. Yeah. It, um, I know we talk about all the time how a quarterback, um, they get better if they're allowed to continue to play in the same system. It's the right. same thing for guys on defense. Very true, man. So he has another year in, in Greg Minuski's system. Um and and like I said, you add that on on top of him playing with familiar faces and just another year of NFL experience under his belt. I think he'll be better. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be better. I'm not going to say he's going to make the Pro Bowl or anything like that, but I think he'll be better than he was last year. Yeah, we need that. So, so I look forward to it. Now, we're talking about defense. We're looking at a situation going into um, next year where – I'm not going to even count any rookies that will be coming in. But just based off the team right now, we're looking at a situation where we're going to have six players that's going to either start or be key contributors on this defense Yeah. Um, that are either first or second round draft picks. Yeah. If you're first, the first round picks that we have on this team that we know for sure are going to start, John Allen, Deron right. Payne, mm-hmm. Ryan Kerrigan, uh, Ruben Foster. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I'm forgetting anyone. The second round picks that we know for sure are going to start or contribute is Landon Collins. He's going to start. Mm-hmm. And, excuse me, Ryan Anderson. Um, I don't know if he's going to start, but he's going to play. Yeah. And the, I, th- I believe he's going to play a lot. Yeah, he'll get a lot of snaps. This is his, this is going into his third year. Third he's year. A, second round, a second round pick. They ready to get a return on their investment. Mm-hmm. So if if we don't go past Russia at 15, I yeah. think he'll start. He'll start. But if we draft a pass rusher at 15, he might not start. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan Anderson might not start, but I think he's going to play more than what he played last Got year. Got you. Okay. So you, we're looking at six guys on your defense that were drafted in the first or second round. Yeah. And the crazy part is two of those guys we didn't even draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know we, we talk we talk all the time about how this, this team as a whole just needs more studs. We need more blue chip players. We need yeah. more – more playmakers. We need mm-hmm. more talent. More than fifty percent of yeah, the other, it, man. It's of your starters <laughs> on defense are first or second round draft picks. Yeah. Hey, I mean, this year Greg Minuski, um, 
he definitely has an upgrade. Uh, he there's the upgrade on talent on, on defense. Yes. I want to see something. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if, if anything, I, I mean, going into this season, I already, always, I already felt like defense was going to be the strong point of our team anyway. Oh yeah. But, I mean, this free safety. Um, I believe Norman and Dunbar are going to start at corner. Yeah. Hopefully, Dunbar's the nerve and everything with that is healed up. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm going to say Norman and Dunbar are going to start at corner. Uh, Landon Collins is going to start at strong safety. Free safety is kind of up in the air mm-hmm. because we don't know if Monte is going to get suspended. Yeah. Um, and even if Monte doesn't get suspended, we don't know if the coaches even trust Monte mm-hmm. enough because um, they went out and traded for Ha Ha last year. Right. And I know Jay Gooden, he, he said something about, well, if you have a chance to get an all-pro player, you get him. I agree with that. But if y'all were really confident in Monte and his development, I don't think that Ha would have been here in the first place. True. True. Because my 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 thing was when I said it last year, as soon as we traded for Ha I was like, I hope we start running more three safety packages. Right. But you know, you just went weeks without saying Monte get a snap yeah, on man. defense. You yeah. started playing special teams. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they have some question marks there with him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with Monte. I still think he has a ton of potential. Yeah, I want to see him play more. I want a him to ton get of potential. Snaps. And then yeah. he, I, I honestly felt like he was having a, a, a good year, a decent year. Yeah, you know, up until the Ha Ha trade, and I think he got hurt and something else. Uh, we got yeah. he got into that fight last year. Yeah, but that's what, yeah. That's why I said free safety is still questionable. Yeah. So, I'm going to say right now. I, we know who uh, eight of the 11 spots on defense are locked up. Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. We know who our, our D-line is going to be. Uh, Ioannidis, Payne, Allen. Mm-hmm. Kerrigan is going to be at one outside backer. The other outside backer, that's one of the spots that's yep. up in the up air. Up in the air, yeah. One of your inside backer spots is up in the air. We mm-hmm. know Ruben Foster is going to start. Corners, you know who your starters are going to be. Yeah. Strong safety, you know your starter is gonna be. You know your starter is gonna be. So yeah, I don't know what. As as far as the the talent on defense this year, what what is something that you would like to see more of this year that we lacked last year? Um, more edge rush. More pressure from the yeah, edge. Yeah, man, I, I would love to see that. I want us to get back to that. Um, I know Kerrigan's. He, he's he's gonna be solid for you. Yeah, um, Kerrigan is going to get you anywhere from I, – I feel confident saying that Kerrigan can get you 10 sacks a year, I, at I feel, least. Yeah, at least 10. At least 10 yeah. sacks. I feel confident saying that. And the, the It might be quiet, too, like spread right, out. Yeah, he'll, like, he'll, yeah. Get you, he'll do it quietly, but he'll get you at least 10 sacks. Yeah. But the crazy thing is I've never seen somebody miss more sacks than Kerrigan. Oh, my God. I don't it know. It drives me crazy, man. I don't know what it is, but it's like – Every year, mm-hmm. if if those those sacks that he missed, yeah, if he gets those sacks, yeah, we're looking at a guy that's probably getting 16, 16 17 sacks, sacks a, year. a year, yeah, man, consistently. Yeah, I see a lot of missed calls on him too. A yeah. lot of misholding calls. He, he gets him. held a lot, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. but as far as I, I don't want to count the one the times that he got held because there was no guarantee that he was going to get the sack. Okay. I'm talking about times where he's there and a the quarterback steps out of his tackle. Right, yeah. Or yeah. he's there and the yeah. quarterback gives him a spin move and they mm-hmm. now they're, they're running outside the pocket. It's, right. I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's it's like year after year. It's mm-hmm. like Kerrigan 
if you just look at all the sacks that he's missed, yeah. I'm t- <laughs> we would we would probably be paying Ryan honestly, we would probably be paying Ryan Kerrigan Von Miller money. I believe that. If he got the sacks that he man, now you you can say that about any player. Any if player, I would have caught course. the passes I dropped, or if I would have made the tackles I missed, but yeah. no, no, this guy, mm-hmm. he gets there. He does, and it, but he doesn't always come away with the sack. If if I don't know, I don't even know how you would train for that. Yeah, or how you would, <laughs> how you work on that in practice. I can't tell you that exactly. Mm-hmm. But if this year, if Kerrigan could <laughs> just get those sacks yeah, that he man. missed, man, but. Nah, I mean to cut you off, but I'm gonna no, go no, ahead. No, that's real. I mean, but if we had some more help, if he had some more help on the other side, on the other side, yeah, that some consistent help, consistent help consistent on the other help. side with pass rush, I think that would only increase his numbers um, and his impact on the team. Even though, of course, he's already a valuable asset to the team, but um, that's definitely pass rush is, is definitely what I'm looking forward to. Um, I want to see more of that. Um, of course, with the uh, the safety the safety position. Um, I'm excited to see what, what Landon Collins is yeah. going to do, but uh, I want to see. I, I do want to see his impact in the, in the game. I want to see the, that that consistent grittiness that he brings to the game. I want to see more of that. I um, I hope that whether it's Monte, he develops into that player, or that best case scenario, yeah. Or we bring in one of the uh, a rookie that's yeah. going to start a free safety. Yeah. I I just I just hope that. We use Landon Collins to his strengths. Yeah. Like, don't have this man sitting back there playing twenty yards yeah, off the ball. Yeah, don't do like, that. No. Landon Landon Collins is best when he's moving around. Yeah. He's down in the box. He can blitz off the edge. Yeah. He can line up at linebacker. He can go out and cover the uh, lineup on the tight end. Right, man. Or he can start at safety and roll down in the box. Now he can play deep. Don't get me wrong. Right, but no, I'm not saying that. But we know what his strengths are. I, I felt like last year, too many times we had, ha ha. Clinton Dix playing twenty yards deep like he was Ed Reed. Right. I just that's not. I I don't think that's his game. Mm-hmm. Just because looking at the film from when he played with Green Bay, he was moving around. Yeah. So I hope, and you know, we we brought in all these uh, new assistant coaches. Jay Gruden said that's supposed to help with, you know, uh, getting ideas and coming up with different schemes for the defense. I just right. hope that they use him. The same way the Giants used him, right? Like move, let that guy move around. Mm-hmm. He's a football player. You don't confine him to one space, right? So, but if if we get, yeah, hopefully it's Monte or a rookie. If we get a true free safety, yeah, then I think that will free Landon Collins up to mm-hmm. do more at his natural position, which is down in the box. So just playing strong safety. Period. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> more. Of course, I mean we already talked about it, but just more consistency from the from the linebacker position. I want to see some dominance, man. I I, I want to see yeah. them step up and, and be, you know, what I'm saying, the linebackers that I know that they can be. Yeah. Um, we were we've been we've had those times, especially with uh with um with Brian. We had those times where we were like, okay, I, I see what's going on here. I, I love what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying he he can kind of play sideline to sideline. He's all over the place. But I just want to see that more consistently from my linebacker position, um, and I think we can do it this year. Yeah, one of the, I to to piggyback off what you just said, especially from our linebackers. I think uh, Ruben Foster definitely brings some attitude, yeah, to the linebacker room. Yeah. Bring some physicality to the linebacker yeah. room. Um, like I said, I love the way him and Mason Foster come downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, I then that just, just brings some fresh blood to the yeah. room, and maybe it's probably what Ruben Foster. Needed. Not, not, not even Ruben Foster, but what Mason Foster needs 
to somebody on his heels. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's probably that, what he needs. And listen, competition either brings out the best exactly, or the worst. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm I'm excited to that. I'm I'm really I'm and, and to see what this is gonna be. And it's not like Mason Foster is getting like a bunch of guaranteed money where you yeah. like where you're like you know that he's gonna be on the team. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you on yeah. that point. Um, one of the things I would like to see is, um, I last year I felt like we did a good job creating turnovers. Yeah. I would just like us to see. I would just like to see us score off those turnovers more. Right. Um. We got. We got a. We got. Uh. I think we went like seven games last year where we forced at least one turnover in every game. Yeah. It was like seven straight games or something like that. But mm-hmm. I would like to see for us to. I would like to see us score off those turnovers. Agreed. Get an interception, run it back to the house. Agreed. Get a fumble, take it back to the house. Get mm-hmm. a sack, fumble, take it back to the house. Um. I think the. Last year we had one defensive touchdown. I believe so. Yeah, I think it was the, about right. the was it the Cowboys game mm-hmm. where I think Ryan Kerrigan got the sack right, and right, Preston right. Smith picked it up. Yep. I mean, he picked it up at the one yard line and basically right. walked in the end zone for mm-hmm. the touchdown. But we need more of that. More man. of that. Yeah. Um. And yes, more yeah. more of those more more creating turnovers that that lead to points. Yeah. Um. Cause like I said, we would we would create turnovers and get the ball back to the offense, and then yeah. they wouldn't do anything with it. Right. And we gotta find a way to score off those turnovers defensively. Yeah. Gotta find a way to score off those turnovers. Um. I, I think too. What I really want to see, I just want to see that that gritty dog attitude. I want that for the team, like for and the for the defense. That's really what I want. I re- I really think we're gonna see it this year. You be- think so? Because okay. the majority of the starting defense play with. It. They played play with yeah. each other before. Yeah. So it should have some confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that helps, man. But to see that attitude, and you just always want to see players that got that dog in them. And that, that attitude is contagious. It is, man. It rubs off, especially when you're having success. Yes. It rubs off. Yes. Because um, that was one of, that's one of the things, Um, excuse me, I know that uh, Josh Norman doesn't get a ton of interceptions, mm-hmm. but Josh Norman brings... A sense of toughness. He does to the DB room. He does, and I, I think the young guys behind him they they watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember being a freshman in college. Right. I'm watching what the upperclassmen do, right? You know, at practice or how they work out, and you know stuff like that. I'm watching what they do. So I, those guys watch that. But like I said, that attitude is contagious. Yeah. So as a whole, I think that this defense should be better. Um, and like I said, we just have to see how everything plays out. Right. One thing I did think was interesting, though, how the NFL broke the news about um, Reuben Foster. Yeah. Uh, you notice they broke the, the news broke. The news broke on Friday. Yeah. But it's like, okay, now that he was deemed innocent and the NFL is not going to suspend him, where's all that media coverage that y'all had right. when, when the Redskins first picked him up? Mm-hmm. That's all you saw on ESPN, and it was even on uh, what's it, Nightline, news, yeah, whatever that news is called, the late news, mm-hmm. talking about domestic violence. Let me be clear that I don't agree with any form of domestic Not violence. But if he was proven innocent, you notice how the NFL just kind of rolled it out there. Yeah, like how here it is. But how how ironic is it that the Redskins have been asking all? Off season, yeah, for an answer on Ruben Foster, and then they release um, the news of him not being suspended on playoff weekend, the mm-hmm. weekend the NBA playoffs start, when nobody's yeah. really thinking about 
any nobody outside of the Redskins, yeah. outside of the Redskins fans are thinking about what the Redskins are doing. Right. It's kind of like okay, he won't be suspended. Our NBA playoffs about to start. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones about to start. It's a whole yeah. bunch. The, the Masters, uh, mm-hmm. uh, golf tournament, all that stuff is this weekend. It's like right. nobody's really paying attention. Nobody cares about that. Right. Nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. I just thought that was clever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not big on. I'm not gonna call that a conspiracy or Collusion. anything like that, right? <laughs> but I just thought that was clever how the NFL kind of just like rolled that out there and was like, yeah. "All right, he won't be suspended. All right, let's let's talk about something else." Right. I just thought that was interesting, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm definitely excited um, to see uh, Ruben Foster. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad he's, you know, um, he was given a second chance. Um, I know uh, Bruce Allen released a statement, and I'm paraphrasing, but I know Ruben Foster has to, like go to counseling. He has to do sessions good, with like man. the team chaplain. Yeah. Um, and it's one or two other things that he has to do, but they have. Things in place that'll help him, or that are supposed to help him. Yeah. Um, hopefully he takes advantage. Right. He hopefully he takes advantage because if if he gets in trouble again for this same type of situation, I don't yeah. think he's gonna get another shot. Not at all. Even if he is a hundred percent innocent, just, mm-hmm. I think the NFL is gonna cut ties. Yeah. Because they don't want that bad publicity anymore. Right. And they show that you're just not taking it seriously. So he's so. given a second chance. He's got to make the most of it. You 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 were given a second chance to play. The sport that you love, and you get to play with some close friends. Right. Basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't ask for much more than that. No, you can't. So, I hope he takes full advantage. And I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that he found out, or the Redskins found out he won't be suspended. Um, I guess now, because, um, team workouts and all that stuff is about to start. Right. So, now it's a little bit easier going into the season if I'm Greg Minuski or if I'm Rob Ryan the inside linebackers coach right. now that I think on Monday mm-hmm. I think Monday the guys team workout start back so the guys will be in the building I'm pretty sure there'll be time for them to sit down and watch film with the coaches and all that stuff no you know so as a coach that would uh that's a weight lifted off my shoulders cuz now I can actually start preparing yeah knowing that this guy's going to be there day 1 mm-hmm. or week 1 where it's not like he might be out six games. He might be out eight games right. or, or four games. This yeah, it makes preparation a little bit easier because you know who's going to be in the lineup. Very true. Come week one, so definitely excited. I, like I said, I hope he takes advantage of uh, the opportunity. And like I said, I, we've we've added two studs to this defense in a matter of weeks. Yeah. And this crazy. What's crazy is. When Landon Collins was a rookie, or when he was coming out, we wanted him. Yep. But didn't get him. Mm-hmm. And when John, um, when uh, Jonathan Allen, we picked Jonathan Allen. Reuben Foster was available. Mm. So it was like a toss-up. Do you take Reuben Foster or you take right. Jonathan Allen? Mm-hmm. We took Jonathan Allen. Wind up getting all three of all those players. <laughs> but look at it like this. We basically got, we got all three of those players and only spent a draft pick on one of them. Wow. Yeah, thanks, man. thanks, Giants. This, this, the football stars right. align for us, man. Thank, thank you, New York Giants. Yeah. Uh, thank you, San Francisco. <laughs> thank you, I appreciate it. Now, <laughs> I, underst- I understand why San Francisco cut him because he, you know, there's a possibility of him going to jail. I right. get that, mm-hmm. but the Giants, there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse why y'all didn't resign that man. But we'll take it. Hey, we'll take it. Thank you. Yeah, if y'all want to cut Saquon too, we'll take him too. Look, just bring him <laughs> on over here. But yeah, so. 
Follow us. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, yes, Google sir. Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Paul underscore Barnes25. Uh, follow us at Paranormal Matt. It's the Burgundy and Gridiron Podcast. We out.